Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater, and I'm here with Brittany to chat to you guys about our very different yet surprisingly similar body journeys that we are on right now. And for anyone who is new to the podcast, so I'm Christina, owner of Cut and Conquer Fitness, and Brittany is head coach at Cut and Conquer. Hello, guys. What is going on? And for those of you who are avid listeners, you will know that I'm in the middle of my competition prep for my show right now. And Brittany is kind of in the middle of her pregnancy. Are you in the middle? How many weeks are you right now? I am 24 weeks. So I have like three months to go, everybody. Right. So you're great. a little more in the, in the middle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting there. And it's funny because when you think about prep versus pregnancy, it seems like those two journeys couldn't be more opposite. But the more like Brittany and I chat and we talk a lot, the more similar we're kind of discovering they are right, and it, it's weird because I'm obviously dieting down. I'm training like a mad woman. I'm trying to ultimately get to the lowest possible level of body fat right now. <laughs> Whereas mm-hmm. Brittany is basically doing the opposite. She's increasing her calories. Obviously, she is putting on weight. She's having a baby, so she's growing, literally <laughs> growing a human. Growing. Okay. Mm-hmm. But one of the <laughs> biggest commonalities between those two is the body dysmorphia that comes mm-hmm. along with it. Like both of us are seeing our bodies change on a daily basis right now. Oh yeah. It's like every day, completely different. Like I wake up every single morning, there is something completely different, which is like a total, it, it messes with your mind. Like it is, like you said, it's the body dysmorphia thing. And it's just like, it's every day, like it's ever changing. I'm like, I cannot even keep up with this. Right. It's a lot to wrap your head around. <laughs> yeah. And it's been a journey, let me tell you. Cause, like, in the beginning, like, obviously, like, first trimester, your body's not changing too, too much. It's a lot of, yeah, the first trimester is shit, but like, your body isn't drastically changing. It's kind of when I hit that second trimester and especially these last, I wanna say, three weeks for sure. Um, you can tell the baby is growing very, very quickly because I am also growing very, very quickly mm-hmm. and we're not over yet. And like, I've heard the third trimester is even freaking worse. So, which is a good thing. Like, it's a good thing I'm growing. It's a good thing the baby's growing, but at the same time, it's just like, a it's a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because your first trimester, obviously I'm not seeing you in real life, but based on like pictures and videos, you hardly looked pregnant. Like I couldn't really oh. see many changes despite like the physical like changes you were telling me in terms of like health changes. But your yeah. body looked pretty much the same. I think you were even updating me. You were up like three pounds or something. <laughs> yeah, like at the weight gain was like it was slow in the beginning, but like 
and you would look at me and you would not think that I was pregnant. Like my pants still fit, everything still fit. And then it's just, like I said, within these last three weeks has just been intense. And like Ben actually was in Halifax last week. So he didn't see me for a whole week, (laughs) which again, doesn't seem very long, but right now in this journey, like it is long. And he came home and he was like, Oh my God. He's (laughs) like, you look way more pregnant than you did before I left. I was like, yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Thanks. Oh man. But at least, at least you're out of that awkward stage where it's like, you think people think you're just like bloated instead of pregnant. Like I had a mean like burrito or something or like I have to be in the bathroom. I know. I feel (laughs) like that would honestly, as funny as it sounds, that was, would be like my biggest fear in pregnancy when it comes to like external judgment is like, is this person thinking I'm just like fat and bloated? Do people know? Like, can you tell? (laughs) Like, so I still do that like really like weird, awkward, like when I'm out, <laughs> I find that I'm like rubbing my stomach all the time because like I want people to like, okay, like she's pregnant. Like she doesn't have to like take mad shit. Which <laughs> like, isn't that weird, but I'm definitely over that hump. Like I, I actually had to go and this is a huge mind thing too. Probably I'm going to say four weeks ago, it was a Friday night. And I had a long day and like you get home and you just want to put like some lounge pants on and just freaking chill. And I went to go put on some like just comfy clothes, like yoga pants, whatever the hell. And all of my shit was so tight. And like, I was so uncomfortable, you know, when you're wearing clothes and it's just not comfy and it just totally pisses you off. Like you just hate that it's touching your body. Yes. (laughs) I was like, literally every time I wear jeans. (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's the thing. So that's how I feel in that. And I was like putting on like my comfy pants that like, I love to chill in and like, whatever. And I literally went through my whole drawer. I tried on like 10 pair of different pants, like, and everything was so tight. I was so uncomfortable. And I literally just had a mental freaking breakdown. Like I literally started bawling. Ben was like, he didn't know what to do. Obviously, I called my mom because I was freaking out. I was just having a moment. I was like, oh, none of my clothes fit anymore. Like, I'm freaking out. But so I went out and, like, this is the thing. And, like, this is the whole, like, body changing and body dysmorphia thing. Like, I had to go out. I think it was last week I went out and I bought a bunch of clothes up in size, mm-hmm. like, sizes I haven't worn in a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I even bought like sizes even bigger because I know like I'm not done yet. <laughs> so I know the third trimester, it's going to be the same situation. So buying those clothes at that size, and I know it sounds so silly and so ridiculous, but it freaking like it, it actually hurt <laughs> to buy them. I'm like, I can't believe I'm buying this size. Like I haven't been this size in so long. Honestly, I can't even imagine. And I know that some women love pregnancy and the idea of pregnancy and the changes through pregnancy but like I personally I think that would fucking knock me down like I'm worked so hard to like handle my body image issues and even you talking to that talking about that to me is like stressing me out (laughs) yeah and like I'm a little I have my moments and I will to say at least like the last three weeks or just because I feel like that's really when my body changed the most and very drastically. Like it's getting to the point now where my belly is the first thing to enter the room. <laughs> so it's gotten to that point. And like, I have gotten to the point now I'm like, okay, like I'm like a little comfortable with it. But like when it initially kind of happened and I feel like I woke up one morning and I was like, whoa, <laughs> like 
Mm-hmm. My clothes don't freaking fit me anymore. And I had to go out and buy all these new clothes. And again, I know it sounds so ridiculous that I was like upset about buying clothes that, you know, are a size up or whatever the hell, whatever the case may be. But when you have been a size for so long and when you've been, you know, working your ass off and like had, you know, I, I was at my pristine, you know, leanness, like my most fit I've ever been before I got pregnant. So, and I worked my ass off for that. Like I worked so hard for that. And then now it's like, what happened? Like my waist is gone. (laughs) Like I have no waist. (laughs) Well, I will say, and I'm not just saying this because you know how brutally honest I am. (laughs) (laughs) I probably wouldn't tear you down, but I probably, I wouldn't not say the truth. (laughs) (laughs) You do look really healthy. Like you look like a very healthy pregnant lady. Whereas I've seen people, and this isn't me casting judgment because I know everyone's pregnancies are are totally different and they, there can be lots of health issues going on. But I've seen women who just do not look healthy during pregnancy. They look yeah. like just yes. sick almost, right? And yeah. you do look really, really healthy and really beautiful and like having a beautiful glow to you. So I think that does go to say a lot in terms of like, I know you're still being active when you can. And I know you're eating really well and you're feeling your body with like the good foods. And I think that's so, so important, especially on your pregnancy journey or even journey towards pregnancy, because with your hormones changing and all of those things going on in your body, let alone the emotional aspect to that, it can be so easy to let our fitness goals slide. And obviously your fitness goals when you're pregnant are are very different than someone who's not pregnant. But I think it's so important to not neglect nutrition and not neglect nourishing your body and recovery while pregnant just because you are pregnant. Oh, definitely. And like I have learned so much like just in this whole process and they say it all the time and you hear it all the time and they're like, you know, you're pregnant and you're eating for two or like, you know, Oh, like it doesn't matter. Like eat whatever the hell you want, like whatever, but no, it does matter. And like, I was noticing it. Like if I do eat like shit or anything like that, I'm like, it's still the same. It's still me. It's still my body. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I have, like, I am not as strict as I was. I'm not, you know, I kind of track my macros to keep track of like kind of where my cows are at right now mm-hmm. um, in regards to when to increase them and all that stuff, but I'm not being super crazy about it. Yes. If I am craving freaking ice cream right now, your girl's going to have some ice cream. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it is what it is, but I'm not going crazy. Like I'm not sitting there and eating like a whole case of freaking cookies. I'm not having like a large pizza to myself. Like there's days where I feel like I could, (laughs) but... Which is so important. I think a lot of ladies just free for all it when they're pregnant. And I'm not here casting judgment. I've obviously never been pregnant, but I just think that that can be so destructive to us mentally and physically during pregnancy and post-pregnancy. Because I've seen like that's happened to a lot of our clients, like people who've come to us post-pregnancy being like, yeah. Oh my God. Like I thought this weight would come off when I had the baby and it didn't. Well, that's the thing. And you see it all the time. And like, that's one thing, like, you know, being a coach and being a personal trainer and kind of knowing the ropes a little bit, I'm trying to avoid that by taking care of myself still right now. So it's making that transition easier for me as I get into postpartum, because I know that's going to be a freaking journey in itself <laughs> and it's going to be hard and it's going to be a pain in the ass. But if I just threw in the towel and said, fuck it, I'm going to eat whatever I want during my pregnancy. And then, you know, put on that extra weight, the unnecessary weight, and then, you know, lose all my habits that I've created, lose the routines that I've created. And then now I have to start that again with a friggin' newborn. 
<laughs> like there's no way. And like, now I see why so many women just completely lose themselves and fall right off track as soon as they have a baby, because like, they just, they don't prioritize that in their pregnancy. But it's those little things, the little basic things that really, really are going to help you maintain that, right? Like the basics, eating protein, eating fiber, moving, and like working on your mindset. Like literally it's that simple. It's so easy to do those things, but it's even easier to not do them. And it's so worth doing them in the long run. (laughs) Oh yeah. And like, that's what I noticed for sure. And like, obviously everyone's pregnancies are different. And like my eating habits in the first trimester were shit because like I could barely eat anything. And I, that's usually the case. It was very carb based, but like since having my appetite back feeling pretty good, I always make it a priority. Like I said, I'm not super lenient and crazy on tracking my macros right now, but I am tracking my protein because I still am making sure I hit my protein goals. I'm making sure, you know, I'm not overdoing it every single day. I'm keeping, you know, an eye, like, is this like healthy weight gain that I'm gaining? Cause like right now it's usually, it's like a pound a week right now that's happening. And that's what's happening with me is like a pound a week. Mm-hmm. So, and like, I'm like up, like, I think it's like 13 pounds from my starting weight, which is like, oh my God, again, that's like the highest I've weighed in a really, really long time. So I've been kind of avoiding the scale and I only get weighed at my OB and my doctor's appointments <laughs> because I do not like to step on the scale every day. And we preach that to our clients as well. So now I completely understand it. <laughs> yeah. And I think eating for two could almost be like rephrased as nourishing for two because yes. eating for two oh, and eating a whole pack of Oreos is probably <laughs> not going to nourish your baby the way your baby deserves to be nourished. <laughs> exactly. So I've definitely, these last few weeks, I will say probably in terms of mindset and my body dysmorphia, definitely the last three weeks have been the hardest for me. I've had lots of mental breakdowns. I've I've cried a lot these last three weeks and it's just like so random, but, and it comes and it goes. And then I'm like, yeah, I feel really good. Like, okay. Okay. And then I have these moments where I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like staring at myself in the mirror. I'm like, who the hell is this freaking person? Like, I don't even know who this is right now. <laughs> right. It's funny that you say you're down a pound a week or you're up a pound a week. Cause I'm about down a pound a week right now, every week. <laughs> We're literally um, on opposite journeys, but they're very much the same in like a weird mindset way. <laughs> yeah. And and most people, when they start a prep or a cut, it's funny because you said that your first trimester, the first few weeks, really, you didn't see a lot of changes. The With yeah. me, that was very much the same. I now, with most of our clients and most people I know who start a prep, they generally do see pretty big changes in the first couple of weeks. However, yeah. I'm not like that. I never have been like that. So I felt like the first four to five weeks, my body didn't even change at all. Like not even a right. bit. Disturbing. <laughs> but now I'm at the stage where my body chain is changing a lot. Like yes. it's changing very, very, very quickly. And obviously if you guys listen to the podcast from a couple of weeks ago, I was sick, which sucked on prep. Like it was, it really knocked me for a loop mentally and physically. But now that I'm finally feeling hundred percent back to myself with the exception of hunger and low energy, yeah. I'm I'm feeling pretty good about my body. Like today actually I woke up and I was the lowest weight I've been since 2019. And oh, wow. that's 
it's not about the scale, especially when you're competing because the judges aren't going to weigh you. The judges aren't going to take your body fat percentage. Like, of course you want to be lean, but the number really doesn't matter. It's all in how you can present your physique, but that's still a good feeling because obviously I'm going for a low body fat. So it still feels cool to hit the lowest weight I have in a very long time. Yeah, that's crazy. I've actually even noticed too, um, between the two of us, man, like within the last few weeks, definitely you in the last week for sure. Like I'm, I'm seeing changes more and more in your case. And then like, same with mine, like, it's just crazy how (laughs) you're shrinking and I am growing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I feel like one of the differences though, for you, it probably feels like it's happening so fast. Whereas for me, it never feels fast enough. And I think like that's normal in prep. And I'm trying to kind of an interesting part of my journey this time around compared to previous preps and also previous just like cuts I've done in the last couple of years Mm -hmm. is I realize really the big difference with competing is the reality of it is there's a lot of added pressure and it's because you have a hard deadline and you're literally getting compared against other ladies whereas if you're doing a cut if you don't hit your target weight on june 13th who cares (laughs) right yeah if you don't you're not also going to stand next to everybody else in your program and get compared against them it's it, but when you have that added pressure, like there is a lot of pressure to do well. There is a lot of pressure to perform. There is a lot of pressure to see changes at the pace that you feel like you should be changing or seeing the changes. And yeah. I haven't had that feeling in a while. And it's it's just pressure, really. Like I'm not saying it's yeah. affecting me negatively per se, but I've worked really hard to kind of like embrace my body over the last couple of years. And now I'm having these feelings of oh my God, I don't look good enough. Oh my God, I'm not lean enough. Despite literally being the leanest I've been since 2019. So it's just like a weird mental game I'm playing. (laughs) Well, I think it's like, that's the thing with competing, right? Is like, it's not like, like you said, it's not like you're just like cutting for fun and like, or like, you know, leaning out because you're, you want to kind of deal like you are competing. Like that's, this is what you're doing. You have a deadline, but it's also like now like you're being compared to like all these other women and like you don't have that on the daily basis. Yeah, you have your social media shit, but you don't have like you're you're literally getting compared against women to to like win something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. That can be especially if you struggle with that and struggle with, you know, the comparison and you know wanting to be the best and better and you know, I can be better, I can do this and it's totally a mindfuck for sure. Yeah. And for me, like, I I get how people could be like, holy shit, getting compared against other bodies is so destructive. I don't true. I I see that perspective. I don't look at it that way. I'm more so the part that puts the pressure on me is the deadline. Like, especially because I always feel in prep, like I'm behind. Like, I always feel like I should be better. I should be farther ahead. I should be farther ahead. So like, I really, as much as I want to like do well and win, (laughs) I know it's subjective. So I'm not really caring that much who shows up i'm caring more like am i gonna be at my best on show day which is good and that's kind of what you want to do like you want to focus on you you don't want to be focusing on what other people are doing right like who gives a shit just focus on you and you know your goals that you have for yourself in regards to that yeah 
Yeah. And I think that I think that's a normal part of prep, too, is like just normalizing that, because I think I've been kind of almost punishing myself for feeling that way. And I think I really want to lean into like, hey, that's normal. Like, it's okay to think that way. Like, that's what you're doing right now. Just embrace it. It's fine. (laughs) And that's like kind of like in my situation, too. Like, I'm just trying to like, this is normal. (laughs) Like, this is Mm -hmm. what happens like in pregnancy. Like, everyone goes through it. Like, it's just it's a normal thing. It's just it's how you you know, react to it. And it's how you, you know, take those changes and what you do with them and how you embrace them. It's just, and I say this all the time and it helps me for sure, but this is just a season of my life. It's literally nine months out of my life. It's not a forever thing. And like, I am doing exactly what I need to do in this season of life that I'm in. Yeah. I love it. Super powerful. And that honestly, is relevant to everyone like whether you're competing which I don't think a lot of our listeners are but I I feel like a few do and again as much as I like to be 100% dialed in on prep and I feel like you probably shouldn't compete if you're someone who's like not going to give it your all yeah it is still only a fraction of your life and especially when you think about being on stage you're on stage for like five minutes so although everything you're doing is leading up to that moment you still have a life after that show and it's important to not lose sight of that in the bigger picture Exactly. And like, like you said, this literally goes to absolutely anybody, like whether you're just starting your fitness journey, whether you are competing, whether you're pregnant, especially, you know, new moms postpartum, like that's a huge one for sure. Like that is a whole other can of worms that (laughs) I have to endure and, you know, deal with, like my body's going to be completely different. And you know, they always say like, Oh, your body's never going to be the same after pregnancy. Well, I'm going to prove everybody wrong in that sense. And of yeah, course, it can be no, better. Exactly. It can definitely be better and it can definitely be stronger. And like, of course, like I'm sure it's not going to look exactly the same as it did before, but that's not my goal. I just want to make sure that, you know, I still focus on myself and I still work on myself and take my health seriously. I just don't want to, you know, throw in the towel because it's definitely going to, help my mental health in that sense when it comes to postpartum as well because that Mm -hmm. is going to be and it's it's totally not true to say that like your body will never look as good as it had before pregnancy because if look at my sister she's never looked better in her life she's literally like more shredded than me and she's 46 and has a kid who's like so many people like five and rochelle too rochelle is prepping right now one of my clients and she has two kids exactly her body looks fucking phenomenal and like so many and i actually and it's it's funny because we talked about this before about like following people on social media that like align with your goals and that Mm -hmm. like inspire you and it's funny that like since being pregnant i've unfollowed like a few like influencers in regards to like not lining up with my goals but i have followed a lot more women who are into you know fitness and fitness influencers or coaches or whatever the hell they are and watching their pregnancy journeys and what they were able to do and what their bodies look like after it is like a huge motivational and a huge push for me for sure. I love that. One other thing I want to touch on kind of, kind of relevant to what we're saying, especially for our clients. Again, I know most of our clients listen to the podcast or really anyone who's on a a fitness journey of their own, like probably not competing, probably not pregnancy, but I really want to relate it to my prep brain because I think it's honestly something that hasn't been talked about enough. And like right now I'm prepping, which is a pretty extreme endeavor. And there are days where I absolutely feel fat as fuck. I actually look in the mirror and I feel disgusting. 
And then there's days where I look in the mirror and it could be the next day and I feel shredded. Like I feel lean and shredded and like my muscles are popping. Right. And that's like a day to day thing. So when you're as dialed in as I am, like that's happening to me right now. So if you're on any type of fitness journey, don't beat yourself up about how you look one on one day of the week because it changes so much depending on so many things, depending on like, if you get sick, you're going to hold more water. If you train harder that day, you're going to hold more water. Your muscles will look differently depending on what nutrients you're ingesting. What was your water intake? What was your sodium level? How many carbs did you eat? Like all of those things make a way bigger difference on our physique than we actually think. And most people don't actually have the knowledge to really understand that. So when they accidentally manipulate their sodium and their water and their carbohydrate intake in a way that makes them look flat and watery, they wake up, they see themselves in the mirror. Maybe the scale also went up and they just downward spiral. Right. And then they keep doing those destructive habits of more binging and just being like, oh man, like I ruined everything. I look so bad. The scale went up when really like it's totally normal for that to happen to you. If you can just push through that and stay focused and stay on track in a couple of days, you're probably going to look better than you ever have. If you can stay consistent with your plan. I think once you get like, when you wrap your head around, because I obviously not right now, but when I was like, before I got pregnant, (laughs) when I was working out and you know, I was pretty lean and all that shit, it was the same thing. Like my body looked different every single day. (laughs) Like it didn't look the same, you know, all all week. Like it was very rare. That was a thing. And I had those days where I'm like, Oh my God, like I am wearing track pants and a freaking t-shirt to the gym today because like, I hate my body. And then the next day I'm like, Oh yeah, look at this shit. Like And I think once you wrap your head around the fact that your body does change and it's going to fluctuate throughout the week, depending on, you know, what's going on in your life, what your diet, your nutrition, you know, how hard you train, you know, there's so many factors. And I think once you wrap your head around that, which I did (laughs) like before I got pregnant, I, I wrapped my head around that one. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's just a day tomorrow's another day and it's completely fine. But some people, they have a hard time wrapping their head around that. And then, like you said, it's like a a spiral and they just go down and they're like, Oh my God, I look like shit today. Like what have I done? And then they just run with it. (laughs) They just self-sabotage. They eat like shit. They stop working out. And then all of a sudden it's three months later and you know, they're worse off than they were before they started. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to share something that I wouldn't necessarily advise people to implement, but it is something that helped me. And I know that it probably wouldn't help the large majority of people, but it might help a few people. I think it's it's more so just my personality because we we all know me. I'm a little bit different. So I, I typically wouldn't advocate this towards a client, but if you're listening to this and it hits with you, like I urge you to sh- give it a shot. And for me... It's almost the exact opposite advice that I give some people, but like (laughs) really, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but like weighing yourself frequently, looking in the mirror at your body frequently, doing your measurements frequently, taking photographs of your body frequently for me has been a game changer because it desensitizes me to those weird changes because I'm like, oh my God, yesterday I looked really, really lean. And today I look like shit. I can't have gained five pounds in a day. So yeah. <laughs> that's just a natural change in my body. And then you stay yeah. consistent and you see the next day, the next day, like those changes go away and they change again and they change again. So 
I know that that can be very destructive to some people's mentality. So I wouldn't say that that's the best approach. But for some people, I think it can really help to see that quantitative or yeah, quantitative data because otherwise you're just up in your head and you don't have any data to support anything. So I like seeing things. I like seeing numbers. I like being able to look back at things yeah. and, and just kind of almost desensitize to it. Like you can clearly see, I posted it in our client group, like my weight when I was 125, like three years ago versus my weight at 125 now, totally <laughs> different physique. Oh yeah. It's crazy. And that's why like, and I'm again, the, the journey is completely different, but I'm kind of doing the same thing that I, like I said in the beginning, I'm kind of staying away from the scale just because it's a triggering thing for me right now. But I am taking photos like every single week because it is fascinating to me. Like my body is changing and it is like, it is, it's a good way no matter where you are in your fitness journey is progress photos and looking back on them. And like, I want to have these photos. I want to have them just obviously for memories, but for me as well, as I like get into my postpartum journey and I can look back on like how far I've come and like how much work I've put in, because I am obviously going to have those days in postpartum where I'm like, Oh my God, like I look like shit. Like, this is crazy. Like, uh, what am I doing? Like, so having those photos for me, I think is going to be huge and help me with my motivation and my mindset. <laughs> I think that's so key. Like photos, videos are are really, really important. <laughs> yes. Even when you really don't want to take them, just take yes, them anyways. Take them. Like we've, we've never had someone regret it and we've never regretted it. So take our advice yeah. on that one. Just take photos, take videos. Like, <laughs> set your, like it literally takes you five minutes. And like you said, if you don't want to do it, do it anyway. Okay. One interesting aspect of prep this time around for me. I don't remember feeling like this on my other two preps, but that was like quite a few years ago. So I could have just forgotten. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in general. And I I don't know if it relates to where you are right now, Britt, but an emotion, and we all know that I'm kind of emotionless, (laughs) but an emotion that has been coming up for me during my prep specifically is guilt which is super weird. And it's not guilt around like, oh, I'm being selfish because honestly, like I am selfish when it comes to my life because I do, I am the most important person in my life. And like, that's my solid belief and that's what I live by. So it's not that guilt. It's the guilt. It's a couple different guilts. It's first off the guilt towards myself for not feeling satisfied and not feeling good enough and not feeling ready enough and not feeling happy with where I am. I feel guilty about that because I'm like, man, I feel like I should be happy with this. Or if this was any other point in my life, I would love how I look. But right now, sometimes I feel like I hate it. And then I feel guilty about that. Um, Uh, And there's the guilt (laughs) towards my partner because he is so supportive of me. And like, I I don't know where, why he thinks this. Like, (laughs) I'm not trying to put myself down, but like he literally thinks I'm like a fucking gorgeous supermodel. Like he literally thinks I'm so hot and pretty and beautiful. And I know that he means it. Yes. (laughs) But he's even like, damn, like you're changing so much. Like he's never seen me this lean since we started dating. Yeah. But so I know that he's like obsessed with how I look right now in a night in a good way. And he's like being so supportive of it. And I'm not putting myself down, but I'm like basically telling him like, please stop saying that because it's not making me feel good. And like, (laughs) I just feel bad about that because I'm like, I want to be like, oh, I appreciate it. And like, I love you for saying those things. But I feel like bad because I don't believe them right now. I'm like, please just stop because I feel like you're just trying to make me feel better. 
And right now I don't feel good about how I look and I wish he would just stop. <laughs> but it makes me feel really bad to say that because I know he's just trying to be supportive and I know what he's saying he means, but it doesn't yeah. feel good. <laughs> no, I totally, I completely different reasons and I have guilt in two different ways. And definitely I can relate to the spouse thing because Ben has been great. Like, obviously he knows that I'm sensitive about my body changing right now and like whatever. And he's like, he's been fantastic. Like, you know, you look so good. Like, you know, you don't, you like look pregnant, like you look healthy, like you look this, like you don't even look pregnant from behind, like just trying so hard to make me feel better. But at the same time, so he's giving me these compliments and I feel so bad, but I'm like, no, like, I'm like, you don't. And I'm just like shooting them right down. Like, you don't mean it. Like, no, like, I put on this much weight. Like, I feel like this, like, look at this, like whatever I feel like this. And I feel so bad because like, he's trying really hard to make me feel better. Cause he knows like I'm struggling a little bit, but I am not taking his compliments at all. And like, it just makes me feel guilty. It makes me feel bad because like he is trying, right. It's like the same thing. And I feel like both of us in our normal lives are really good at taking compliments. Like, I feel like that's yes. something we've both worked on. <laughs> Uh, but it's these weird situations like this with that body dysmorphia and the constant rapid changes in your body that you almost, it messes with your head. Totally. And like, and the other guilt thing too, and like something I feel so silly about all the time and like here I am like bitching about putting weight on and like having to buy like pants to size up and like all this shit. But then there's women out there who literally would give anything to be pregnant and they unfortunately due to whatever reason cannot get pregnant. And I feel so guilty about that because it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm sitting here bitching about this, but there's women out there that would fucking kill for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's crazy because obviously that's irrelevant. But even for me, I feel guilty right now sitting here talking to you because I'm like, Brittany's growing <laughs> a fucking baby. And I'm over here complaining about not being lean enough. And it sounds funny. And I know you don't take it that way, but it's literally in my oh, head. And even I'm when I'm talking to anyone else, in my head, I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, they're not anywhere near my level of fitness. And I'm complaining about essentially not being fit enough. And it just makes me feel bad. <laughs> and I don't usually oh, feel cool. bad. It's the prep, you guys. I don't usually feel anything, any remorse for people. <laughs> right? Like, it's just, it's crazy. Like, how, like, I don't know. And like, it's funny that you said that because I was like, <laughs> where we sat down, I'm like, I wonder if she has like, she feels weird talking about her shit with me and like me feeling weird talking about my shit with her, but it's like, whatever. I don't, I don't think you take it that way. And, and you know, no, I don't take it. I honestly didn't really even think of it like that at all. It's just, it's funny that <laughs> you said that because I was thinking about it. Like, no, it's not. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I feel another similarity, probably the last one we'll touch on today, but I think it's definitely relevant is the lack of energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't even want to start like I'm exhausted just talking to you right now. <laughs> I feel like, that <laughs> your lack of energy is probably worse than mine. I've been pretty lucky with this prep. Like I've only just really started to hit the low energy and it was since I got sick. Mm -hmm. But it's like you have no energy from growing a child and I have no energy from literally not eating enough like, and doing hours eating. and hours of working out each day. <laughs> like 
it's and literally the exhaustion. I cannot even explain it because like even before pregnancy, like you have your days where you're exhausted and you're like, oh my God, like I need to have a nap or like I need to just chill the shit out. No, my exhaustion, like it hits whenever the hell it wants to. And like when it hits, it hits. Like I feel like if I was at the grocery store and it hit, like I could have a nap in like the aisle. Like <laughs> literally so tired. And like if I'm on the couch or anything and I'm just having one of those days and I am exhausted, it is, it sounds so ridiculous, but it is physically absolutely impossible to get up off the couch. Like picturing myself doing <laughs> dishes and like stuff that I have to do and like laundry and like whatever the hell we have to do, I want to die. <laughs> like I just like I cannot physically do it. I'm like, sorry, Ben. Like I am a complete write up today. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. When you're in those, that state of just low energy, which is the reality for prep and for pregnancy, doing like simple tasks is so fatiguing. (laughs) And like right now we have so much shit going on, like between like, you know, I'm cleaning the house like crazy. We're getting rid of so much stuff, like getting the nursery ready. Like just, there is so much stuff going on and my to-do list is completely overfilling and I'm feeling overwhelmed, but I also at the same time, I want to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden, like it triggers my anxiety. Like, oh my God, I have so much shit to do, but I can't do anything. <laughs> I find like for me, I have to get everything important done earlier in the day because, yeah. which is funny because in my normal life, I'm not like this. Like usually my energy spikes in the evening, but like by 5 PM, I'm basically a write-off. Like yeah it's just same I just have I have no energy which is honestly a good thing like I'm not complaining because we all know that I struggle with sleep but I've been so fucking tired lately that sleep is not an issue I'm like "Mm, sign me up bedtime seven sure (laughs) oh my god that sounds so great I know like bedtime is my favorite time like when I wake up in the morning my water goes off I'm like yes I cannot wait for bed (laughs) it's so sad but like sleeping right now is just key I honestly think that why my one of the reasons why my prep has been going so good well the first one is my mindset I really like set myself up for success but the second one is the sleep because in my daily life like I'm not proud of this but the reality is I sacrifice sleep hard like I'll stay up till 5 a.m doing work and I'll wake up at 7 a.m and start my day like that's how my that's how I am and it's not that I purposely try to do that but I usually in my day-to-day life I get a spike of energy around 8 p.m and I'm wired for no reason it's not that I drink caffeine I don't take an energy drink I don't take no pills I just that's my body it's been like that since I was a child and when I'm in prep my sleep has been better than ever like I'm sleeping which for me is really good between usually about six to seven hours per night but sometimes even up to eight hours and it's because I'm just so tired I just crashed. I'm like, this is fantastic. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like sleep right now is key. And like, I am getting as much sleep as I possibly can. Like if my body's like, you need to, you know, have an extra few hours of sleep, or if you need to have a nap, I'm fucking taking it because in a few months, I'm not going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm taking it in and sleeping when I can, because that's not going to last very long. (laughs) Right. I know. Yeah. Another interesting thing is like, especially for you, that both of our journeys are kind of leading up to one specific day. But then after that day, the rest of the journey is more important than leading up to that day. Because post-show, you have to be more focused than you do leading up to the show. And obviously, (laughs) post-baby, you have a 
new child in your I'm life. What? I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be responsible for somebody. Yeah. I can take care of my damn self. <laughs> here's a funny, here's a funny parenting awakening for you. Okay. Obviously I'm, I have stepkids and like the funniest part for me is like when you start to relate more to like parents than kids like just funny things like I always remember my parents when they would come to my swim meets being like swim meets are more stressful for the parents than the kids and me being like yeah right and now at like hockey tournaments and stuff I'm like oh my god that was way more stressful for me than them like for sure and like random side note but when I was a teenager I was obsessed with the vampire diaries and I recently started watching a couple episodes and I'm like why do I relate so much more to the parents right now like what is this (laughs) It's so funny because it's so true. <laughs> like, so true. I'm already starting to do that. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> like, I used to be obsessed with the with the boys in, in high school. And now I'm like, damn, like the dad's pretty hot. Dad? Yeah, the dads are... And he's like so old. <laughs> I know. I watched like old moods. It's funny you said that because I've been watching... I What did I watch the other day? Oh, the... Oh, shit. The Twilight movies. Oh, my God. I literally could barely even get through the movies i was like this is so ridiculous and like i was so obsessed with like edward and like all this shit i'm like man they're not even cute like what the hell this is brutal (laughs) (laughs) it's like the same thing i'm like all right where's the dads at (laughs) dads are actually so hot yeah man let's get it (laughs) Ben. Mm. (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) he got his dad pants on let's go I also have a thing for like older guys. I don't know why. I think it's so hot, like older and like gray hair and I don't know, sexy. I still do. But when I was 15, I was like out of all my friends, I was the, you know, like everyone, oh, I love like Zac Efron and like the Jonas Brothers and like all that stuff. I had the biggest crush on Johnny Depp and he was my dad's age. (laughs) But like, yeah, Johnny Depp's pretty good looking. Exactly. (laughs) So Like at all ages, even when he was really, really young, he looked super good. Exactly. See? (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's all for this one. We'll wrap it up here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Appreciate you guys tuning in. I do think this one's probably going to hit home with a lot of our listeners. So if you did enjoy it, if you got value, if you felt like you connected to us, please let us know that you were listening. We really appreciate it. We really love to hear what you guys want more of on the podcast, what resonated. Shoot us a message on Instagram if you have questions, topics you want us to cover, or if you just really enjoyed the episode, please take a screenshot. It is what helps the podcast grow and reach more listeners, which is our goal is to help as many people bring as much free value to the ladies who need it as possible. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag us at Nifina at B Burgess, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.